You're listening to the Mobcast Network. Welcome to the Weekly Mobcast, your look at what's happening in pop culture and what's going on in the Mobcast Network. You can follow us on Twitter at Mobcast Network or on Facebook at facebook.com slash Mobcast Network. Now here are your hosts, Scotty and Stephanie. Welcome to the Weekly Mopcast, episode 59. Woo! Yes! <laughs> I like how we're just excited about numbers. I do. I like numbers. Numbers are... I, I'm not good at math, so I'm scared of numbers. I, I'm not great at math, but I played a um, an escape room game a few weeks ago with my family, and there was an algebra equation, and I solved it. Because you worked there. You had the answer. No, I didn't. This sure. is a room that I didn't play before. Mm-hmm. I'm serious. Yep, sorry. I math. So I've, I, got, I've I, got witnesses. Doesn't believe because you, you, even though it's not a room you worked in, you could have just asked, "What's the answer to this?" No, question? you. The people that were running the game for us were shocked. It was awesome. I mathed. I, I wasn't there, so I will take you at your word. <laughs> I mean, I was like, I flew yesterday. Just everything was great. <laughs> it's great. I, I have witnesses. I have witnesses, but they're all busy right now. <laughs> I'm your Native American pop culture spirit guide, Scotty, and I'm joined, as always, by your facilitator of fun, and Stephanie. <laughs> and well, no, I don't facilitate math. Just fun. Just fun. And math is not fun. Sorry, mathematicians out there, <laughs> or mathematicians out there too. Right. Not fun. Because that's got to be a thing. The magician Ma- of math. Math magician. A math magician. Yuck. Sorry. This week's episode is brought to you by Validation, the webcomic. You can listen to the ad now. Validation, the webcomic, written by Christian Baranek and Kelsey Crawford, follows the story of Allie, a transgender girl doing her best to live a fulfilling day-to-day life. Follow her triumphs and challenges as she dives into a sea of science fiction, webcomics, cosplay, conventions, and of course, dinosaurs. Catch this charming webcomic every Monday and Thursday at validationcomic.com. Validation, the webcomic. And that was Validation. Go check out Validation uh, Webcomic. Well, validationcomic.com. It's fun stuff. All right. Uh, I will try not to make this a habit of skipping every other week because uh, this is the second time in a row this has kind of happened. You know, we yeah, we do an episode, we skip an episode, and then the last time was car trouble. The third, this time was me trouble. Yeah. Um, apparently, there is a plague that's coming around South Alabama, and I caught it. I caught it so bad, I slept through the election. Oh, wow! Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I I was working, and when I uh I, I was working offsite, so they my company sent me to another site, and so they put me up for a hotel room there, and uh, I did my job, went back to my hotel room, popped some cold medicine, and the next time I woke up, Donald Trump was president. <laughs> Wow. I also slept through the election, but it was by choice. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I'm taking a nap now. It's all going to be terrible. <laughs> yeah, I just, you know, I didn't have any dogs in that fight. So <laughs> I didn't have any dogs in that fight either. <laughs> because mainly dogs can't vote. <laughs> no, no. Though your cat ran. My cat, do you know my cat actually got a couple of votes? <laughs> See, but your cat can't run. That's the, my problem with this. He still got, right. It's not like he was going to win. You never know. Well, I mean, I didn't really 
campaign with my cat like across the nation. I mean, we we elected a tiny hand Oompa Loompa. I'm sure that we could have got a cat. But my problem with that is that a cat is not an American citizen, no matter if it was born here or not. Why? Because it's not a human being. But it was born here. You don't know that. Were you there at its birth? It could have been a Canadian cat. I know where this cat came from. I, well, I mean, I do too, because I understand how birds and bees work. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've Just, had I've had biology. I know how this works. <laughs> not only is this cat American, but he was born in Mobile County. <laughs> He's a Mobile County cat. <laughs> He's a Mobile County cat. All For right. those of you who don't know, I have a cat with a mustache, and his name it's is very Kittler. special mustache. Yes, it's a particular type of mustache, and um, my cat's name is Kittler because of who he looks like. <laughs> I would have went with Chaplin, but that's just me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. I guess he does kind of look like Chaplin too. <laughs> Charlie, no Kittler. He's definitely a Kittler. Uh, it's the German in you. <laughs> uh, it is. It is. He uh, totally could have won. No, he's not eligible. Cat's also not thirty-five. I've <laughs> had several. I actually had several friends who um, went and voted, but did write-in votes. And some of the most interesting write-in votes that I saw, I had a friend that actually wrote in Tupac Shakur. Dead. <laughs> <laughs> right. And but eligible. I mean, I mean, if he was alive, he'd be eligible. But dead. Right. And then um, someone wrote in um, Leopold Butterstotch. Fictional. <laughs> right. So I thought that was great. So so can't win. <laughs> I still think it's great. See, I want I, I want they should make a movie about this. Like, you know, like the right name gets picked, you know, like John Smith or whatever, and he never ran or didn't even know it, and they just the Secret Service shows up and Mr. Smith, you're now president. What? <laughs> you know, you see I, he's like like in a beer stained T shirt and his tidy whities I have a better watching idea. <laughs> WWE. I think that all the candidates should put their names in to this, you know, flaming goblet. And then they all have to compete in the Triwizard <laughs> Tournament to the death. And the one that makes it out is president. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> l- l- let's bring this into reality. I, I-, I kind of feel you on this. So we, t- we-, we take our candidates and we put them in their own hunger games no try wizard tournament there's no magic huh there's no such thing as magic well i guess that kind of sucks for them then doesn't (laughs) it it's going to be harder for them to get out (laughs) if they can't use their magic oh there's (laughs) i'm going yes (laughs) (laughs) you are correct madam (laughs) (laughs) my brain hurts Anyway. Stephanie's killed my brain. So we both slept through the election. Yep. And woke up to a new president. <laughs> Who I like to call our our orange-haired Oompa Loompa with tiny hands. Well, He's got little bitty baby hands. He does. And now they rule the planet. He has a big old wallet. Well, yeah. Well, but of course, anything looks better than the little baby <laughs> hands. Baby hands. It's like Deadpool's little baby hands. Oh, God. That was hilarious. So... Regardless of how you feel, <laughs> this is about as political yeah, as we get on the show. Cheers to you guys. Cheers to you, buddy. Happy America. We saw Doctor Strange. For the rest of this podcast, let me warn everybody, there will be spoilers for lots of things. So if you've not seen Doctor Strange, The Walking Dead, or Westworld, at least that's what I know what we're talking about. Yeah. You can 
skip to the end. <laughs> because we're going to have spoilers. For Doctor Strange, Westworld, and um, The Walking Dead. Because we are current with these things and oh, feel yeah. like talking about them. Yes. And <laughs> so uh, let's start with Doctor Strange. Okay. I'll let you take us into this one. Doctor Strange. We saw it together. It was awesome. It was awesome. I I uh, like the character. Let, let me just say that I like the character Doctor Strange. I like magic. I like yes, this Yes, we know. Character. We just had a conversation I about know. the Triwizard. Right, right. So I like the whole, you know. Um, this movie, I, th- I liked. Actually, I love the character. I think that um, the acting was really good. I think it was well cast. There were way too many visual effects for I never, me. I never thought I'd say that, but I agree. Um, I got dizzy after a while. It was not the the, the magic visual effects where you know the casting spells were really cool, um, but the whole Inception esque buildings, right? Visual effects. It was just too much. Just like there's some graphics guy that said, "Oh, look what I can do! I'm gonna put like a shit ton of this in here, and it's gonna be awesome." And it wasn't awesome. <laughs> it was too much. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad I didn't see it in 3D. And if it's your thing, you you go out and you do you. But man, I was like, I'm glad we saw this in 2D, and I'm still queasy. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, but I like the storyline. I liked the casting a lot. Um, I am going to like this character in future Marvel movies when it's, you know, blended in with other stuff. You know, standalone, mm, I probably didn't need to see it in theaters, but I enjoyed it. It was fun. Just too, too much sensory overload. That's all I can say. Sensory overload. Uh, I agree a hundred percent. Um, uh, with this other, with this caveat, I understand that we have to tell the masses who are not familiar with Doctor Strange how to be, how to become Doctor Strange. Personally, I don't care. As a, you know, if he's okay. Cool, he's got magic. That guy's magic. I'm okay. Like, I don't know. Uh, comic book movies and their origin stories, they're all the same. Right. You know, ordinary guy or extraordinary guy has something crazy happens to him and now he's doing something different. Right. That's what what these are There's all. There's a catalyst to why he There is some person. guy who was nearby where he was supposed to be doing this stuff and is mad about it and so they're going to have to fight. <laughs> Pretty much. And so uh, and then you find out your mentor may or may not be a good guy. Ooh. So, here's the thing. I enjoyed watching it with you and Paul. I, 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 um, I'm with you. The acting was great. I think Benedict Cumberbatch is a marvelous Doctor He's Strange. He's amazing. Yeah. Um. Uh. I, I I liked all of it from a performance standpoint. The special effects, while of sometimes over the top and just um, I, I get it. I liked I liked those two. Hated the story. Hated it. Um, I thought Mads Mikkelsen was underused and not used correctly. He was just a weird, just punk bad guy, and it's not a. Th- this dude was Hannibal Lecter, and and honestly, in my opinion, he's the best Hannibal Lecter. I love Anthony Hopkins, but man, watch Hannibal. Mads Mikkelsen is scary. Fantastic movie. Yes, it is scary. And, he's and, great. And so, so to see Mads kind of underutilized like that, he's just. Like, I'm gonna just do kung fu and some magic and be angry and weird eyes. <laughs> Ah, um, I'm also, I don't like the 
villain, the Dormanu, the effects for Dormanu looks like he came off a PlayStation. It's the, the giant face was was just cheesy. Oh yeah, was, I will say that was bad. Was terrible. That was so bad. And so, uh, but on top of that, <sighs> Doctor Strange defeats the in, the bad guy by Bill Murray him. True story. He Bill Murrayed him. And he, so he so groundhog dated him. Groundhog hog dated him. He's, so he just went over and over in this loop. And I was like, this joke is funny. And then it went on and on. I was like, okay, <laughs> I get it. Eventually he'll say, and right, the bad guy says, stop it. For some reason, this is annoying. <sighs> he killed Doctor Strange like a thousand times. It was crazy. I just was not into that at all. <laughs> However, what saved the entire film for me was the post credit scene with um, Thor. Oh, that was great. So it's Doctor Strange and Thor, apparently in Thor Ragnarok, uh, Loki and Thor have to go find Odin, who's apparently on Earth uh, in New York somehow. I've seen pictures. He's supposed to be like a homeless guy too. So it's, oh, so it's awesome. like it's like the, the plot to Dogma. <laughs> <laughs> um, there was two post credit scenes, right? Yes. I can't remember the other one. That's how bad. That, someone mentioned that to me yesterday, and, and I was like, oh. there was two, and I can't remember what the second one was. Oh, hold on. What was it? Oh, it's I got, killing me. Oh, I got it. I remember. Um, uh, hold on. The bad guy from Firefly. <laughs> what was that? I got you. Hold on. I, can't, I, I, can't I just want to pronounce this guy's this guy's name. Oh no, that is not the Doctor Strange I was looking up. <laughs> Wrong Doctor Strange. That was the, the one from '78, which I kind of want to do a Bros Booze movies on. Oh, that would be good. I don't know if that would be good, but it'd be interesting. It'd be entertaining. Was it Tim Wetel, Edgefor, He's amazing. I just cannot speak his name. Say his name, Tim Wetel Edgefor. So you know he was in um, Twelve Years a Slave. He was in Serenity. He's the bad guy in Serenity, which is oh so good. Uh, anyway, he goes and uh, steals back uh, Benjamin Bratt's magic power. You know Benjamin Bratt was paralyzed and he used magic to make him feel better and walk. And he's all like, "I'm taking magic back." <laughs> I remember that now. He's like he's like Justin Timberlake, but for magic. <laughs> Bringing magic back. That's all I know. I got my something. And now we've lost <laughs> all our listeners. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> I remember that one. That I, I remember that now. And it, like, it was uh, Mordo. It was that. so sad. Uh, but that's how, I mean, I, it's funny because I remember Benjamin Bratt was the other guy, but mm-hmm. I don't remember. Like, uh, I'm like you. I'm excited to see Doctor Strange in other movies. I'm excited to see Doctor Strange in a Doctor Strange sequel. Right, that were done with the origin story because were you know I put this up there with the first Iron Man. I I don't I don't like any of the Iron Man films. Oh, um, how could you not like those? Because they're boring. No, they're not. They're terrible. No, I love Iron Man. Take it I, back. I, no, I'm I'm not saying Iron Man's terrible. I'm talking about the movies. All right, so I love the movies. So I mean, um, Robert Downey Jr. is amazing as Tony Stark. He is great he as is Tony perfect. Stark. Perfect. But in the first movie, he fights Jeff Bridges. Yeah, there's, there's that. And it's not interesting. And the second movie is a little bit more interesting because he's got Mickey Rourke, right? Yeah. And he's fighting Mickey Rourke and um, uh, Sam Rockwell's in it. He's kind of funny. But the story itself is not interesting whatsoever. And the third one, while funny, is just terrible. 
Okay. Terrible. But still, don't don't dog on my Iron Man. I'm not dogging on your Iron Man. I think <laughs> I think Iron Man's great in his own movies. I think Iron Man's amazing in the other films. Yeah, that character <sighs> is perfect. He's perfect. Robert Downey Jr. is perfect for Iron Man. Oh yeah, he's great. He's a great Tony Stark. I I just don't like. I never have to see those movies again. I don't hate them as much as I like. Like I despise the Thor films. Yeah, those are bad. Those are terrible. And it's sad because he's so hot. It's just they're not, they're not interesting. And I was excited for Thor. I don't even like Thor. Don't get me wrong. I, I'm not a Thor fan. See, I like Thor. I'm not a Thor fan. I did not like the movies. They're and bad. So, and so, but I love Kenneth Branagh. And I'm like, I'm Kenneth Branagh is amazing. And I'll watch him do Thor. And it was like he's putting me to sleep. I've not seen Thor: The Dark World completely in order because I keep falling asleep during it. And he keeps and he fights a Doctor Who in that. I'm not crazy <laughs> about the um, Captain America movies. I like, I like uh, Winter Soldier I a like, lot. I like Winter Soldier, and I really like Civil War. I don't like the first one. Yeah, the first one I did not. Care and that's for. what I compare the the Doctor Strange to. I think it's it reminds me yeah. very much like the Civil first. Civil War is good, but that's more the more than just. Captain America. Yeah, I mean, you know, Civil War is technically Avengers three. If we really get technical right. about it, it's really Avengers three. But with with Cap being the catalyst of all this, right? And so, uh, but it's good. So you know, regardless of how you feel about it, it is still Captain America movie. And so, true. I loved it. Loved it. I loved Winter Soldier. I was surprised how much I like Winter Soldier. Got to see that in IMAX in LA, which was cool. Um, I like. Um, I like I like the Avengers movies. The second one had to grow on me. It's grown on me pretty well. I like the Avengers movies. The first one's really really good. The second one took a little while, but I really I like it. Since it's been on cable a lot, I'm like mm-hmm. I've seen it a few times. I'm like, I'll, I'll put it on, which is tough. I, and of course, you know, this is just me being picky about this because they're all Marvel, the X Men and and um, the Avengers, but I understand they're made by different companies right different studios right two different studios so for me it bothers me that um um what's his face quicksilver is is two guys two two different people (laughs) it's like and he's way cooler in the x-men franchise he is so much cooler in the x-men franchise i think that's why i killed him off in the the avengers sequel because you really couldn't use him Mm -mm. and so my point is why you put him in there anyway but you know right also, I mean, I understand that Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver are technically mutants. They are mutants. And I understand because of the way the contract works, the Fox has the rights to make movies about mutants. However, Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch, for most of their history, were Avengers. So for Fox to use them, for use Quicksilver, is just kind of weird. I mean, they've got Polaris. Polaris is Magneto's daughter. They could have done that. Right. And so they could have, they could have come up with something. I think that's just two studios because those movies both come out at the same time, and I think it was just two studios knew what they were doing and were like, "Well, we'll make our own Quicksilver." Well, well, we can too. And oh, X Men one way cooler. But I think Marvel wins overall because the movies are better. Yeah, and I'm a diehard X Men fan, and just the I want I like Apocalypse. I don't like Apocalypse as much as like First Class or Days of Future Past, but I like Apocalypse. I liked it. I liked. I mean. I really liked all of the X-Men movies. I was not crazy about Wolverine. Yeah. Because that was dumb and yeah. wrong. Wolverine Ordinance doesn't exist anymore. That's what I'm saying. It was wrong. It was wrong. I have a work print copy of that 
So it's a copy. Of, the only time I've seen it is this work print. So I've seen it without like no special effects, and st- right. it's, it's an edit with with most of the special effects out of it. It was wrong. You can still see like wires when they jump and <laughs> things where you know CGI should go, and uh, it was terrible. Then I was like, I don't CGI won't save this. It's fundamentally the story's wrong. I wanted to like the Wolverine, and I own the Wolverine. I like that one. I just at the end of the end was the the end was bad. <laughs> fights Robocop and it's stupid. But I like the rest of it. I do too. I, I, I like really the idea good. of Logan in Japan. I cannot so. wait to see the next Wolverine. Yeah, Logan looks really good. Logan looks, looks really really good. Hugh Jackman's last one. And since we're talking about the X Men, uh, so the rumor is uh, that um, there's trouble with the X Men and. The Fox franchise. There's there's some shakeups, some stuff going on. So we talked about, I guess, two weeks ago, how Tim Miller's not doing the Deadpool right. film, and so they've lost. They've now lost their uh, the the composer for the score. Oh wow! Yeah. Um, and so the head of the studio is kind of getting worried about how things are going to happen. So um, with Hugh Jackman leaving, and the fact that um, you know Jennifer Lawrence and um, James McAvoy and oh, uh, Fassbender, Michael Fassbender. Yeah, they're all huge stars now. Right. They are I mean, much more expensive than when they started this franchise. Right. Right. I've done they and they've kind of done their trilogy contract. Getting them back to do this will be way expensive. Right. Because I mean, Jennifer Lawrence has an Oscar. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> so so. <laughs> and and while she, I think I think they enjoy those movies. As far I haven't heard it otherwise, I um, I think. Jennifer Dort Lawrence enjoys playing Mystique. I think the makeup's a, a tough for her. Yeah, after, I've seen there's interviews lo- where there's some issues with the makeup. But that's why the last one has her in like hardly any makeup. Right. And it's tough makeup gear. I mean, being Mystique and the way they design Mystique. Yeah. It's pretty. It's pretty, uncomfortable. It's, uh, it takes hours to apply. And the problem is that's that's why they should have done the full body alien look to her. They should have at least put clothes on her. Oh, I agree. Because. because easier to do. Yeah, just. Cover what you need to. And nowadays, you don't mind do much makeup. You can just do her as a CGI character because things are getting met much better where you can do, do that. Um, that being said, with everyone being expensive, the talk is a reboot. Huh. So having Logan end that section of the franchise, which is be about right, it's almost... Um, the first one came out in 99, so it's almost 20 years old. Mm-hmm. So at you know seventeen eighteen you're you know you just right. you you cap it and that this is one era of the X Men or one alternate universe right and then you start a new one. I would be down with that because we'll there's so much of the X Men that I have not seen in the movies oh, yeah, that I would love for them to do like oh. like main characters that well I considered main characters yeah. that you just don't see. In any of these movies. Well, who would you like to see? I would like to see Gambit, but you're not Channing Tatum. You're going to get Channing Tatum. I don't want Channing Tatum. I want somebody else. As far as I know, you're still getting Channing Tatum. <laughs> I don't like Channing Tatum. I think I, um, it all comes down to... You know, you're just not going to sell me on him. I don't think he's... Well, I mean, I'll, I'll put it this way. I, I, I stopped saying a long time ago that so-and-so would not be good for anything after... Heath Ledger was the Joker because I was on oh, the. Oh, he was amazing. I, I was, though, but I was yeah. on the bandwagon. I was like, he, "This is a terrible idea." I don't, and I don't see it. I don't see. It. And then I saw The Dark Knight, and I was like, "I'm wrong." <laughs> Just <laughs> completely and totally I'm, wrong. I'm hoping that I am wrong. I'm hoping. I mean. I, I mean, I think he's a fine actor. I. Um. I just. I don't. I just don't see it. It hurts. It I, hurts to think about it. Comes down to two things for me on, on for Gambit. Um, story. It, the story's got to be there. 
and how Tatum Tatum does the accent. Remy has a very specific, specific way yeah. of speaking, and you know, Cajun is 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 a whole other thing, and he's got to pull that off. And he and because, it's not easy. Yeah, Cajun's who, not easy. And whoever did it in the Origins movie was terrible. So he was he looked the part though. Right. So, um, my thing is is I don't I don't want Gambit played as a superficial character because he's not. He's got depth. I want him to be played like that. I don't want him to be just this, you know, ladies' man, whatever, because he's more than that. The problem is that Gamma doesn't really have deep storylines, though. And so, you know, he's all because he was designed as a supporting character. And so it's hard to do supporting characters as main characters. Uh, the only time I know that we've done it, they've they've done it um, his storyline correctly. I, there in the early 90s, um, when Jim Lee was doing the X-Men, the regular X-Men book, which would is classically known as X-Men Blue, mm-hmm. it's a great storyline where uh, X-Men go to New Orleans because you find out that, that Gambit's part of the, 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 the Thieves Guild. Right. And then he was married to the high-ranking daughter of the Assassin's Guild. Right. And so it was this Romeo and Juliet thing and was fascinating and awesome. And somehow Ghost Rider was involved. And that's a stretch to do that. But I'm just saying, you've got basis to do something. You know, do something sweet in New Orleans. You've got a great You've got a great right. background restaurant. Do, do some cool thieving stuff. Give him a bad guy worth fighting. That one, I don't know. It'll be good. Well, he's got that link with Mr. Sinister. Yeah, the, but everyone has a link to Mr. Sinister. And honestly, if I want to see a Mr. Sinister link, I'd, I'd like to see it with Cable or Rachel. Absolutely. I want a Rachel. I, I want to see... That would be good. I want to see like an X-Men group with... Um, yeah, yeah. Well, I want Rogue and Gambit. I want... Kitty Pride and Colossus. I want you know you want all the couples. I do, but I want these these other characters that I really enjoyed reading that were outside. I would like if I could if I could pick, and honestly, I think I would take um, the Giant Signs X Men group, but take out Sunfire and and add Kitty Pride to it, right? And because I I would like a young fun kitty pride mm-hmm. you know do you know do the eyes of the x-men through her you know you're right. you're you're the, you're the witness through her let her have her experiences but and so you have you know warpath and wolverine and storm and who else was in that colossus is in that nightcrawler oh, i love nightcrawler right. that's another is, one i want to see more nightcrawler yeah, the problem is, is the, the the these kind of characters we're talking about take more cgi so it's like because you got Colossus, and you got Colossus has to be big. You can't put him in human form. I mean, you, you would. Well, I would, I would put him in human form for most of it until he needed to, like, to, power up. But Nightcrawl always going to be this, and, and then you've got Kitty cannot control phasing, so she's got to face through everything. And it's right. Just, so it's... It's it's what irritated me. The one thing that irritated me about the Deadpool movie was Colossus, because he's not in his metal form all the time. Um, no, but he's not, but it, it, it worked for that movie. He's <laughs> not just sitting around the mansion in, in his metal form. I worked for me. I didn't, I, I, know, I don't yeah. like Colossus. <laughs> I like Colossus. I like Ileana, but I don't like, I don't like Colossus. I like her too. See, I, see, things I want. I want, uh, since we got Days of Future Past, I would right. take Days of Future Present any day long because I'd like yes. to, if, if they, if Fox would have gotten 
the X-Men and I mean, the Fantastic Four uh, franchise working. Mm-hmm. The dream was to have them together in a shared universe. But, of course, they can't make the FF work. They just can't. Right. I could. Let me write it. Uh, they, they, they can't make it work. If they would have made that work, a great sequel would have been Days of Future Past, Present because you can have Franklin, you, you know, have Reed, Reed and Sue have you don't even have, they don't even have to have the kid. They can just do the Rachel thing and bring him back from the future. Right. So you got Franklin coming in, you bring Rachel for Scott and Jean, and then you have Ahab chase them down. And it's giant sentinels and robots and nimrods and, and you know it'd be great. Hounds and oh it would be awesome. But you know, Fox screwed that up. And so I would love Days of Future Present. I'd love an Inferno. Hmm. You know Inferno. I'm I'm thinking. All right, so Inferno came was the late '80s, early ni- late '80s, and it was a universe. It was a Marvel universe wide storyline, and but it focused around Sinister. Sinister cloned Jean Grey. Oh yes, this was with Madeline Pryor. Yeah, he made. Okay, you know, got which, it. Mm-hmm. I remember so, this. So Jean dies, right? Mm-hmm. This is for people who don't know the story. Jean dies. Sinister clones her. And makes this woman called Madeline Pyre, who meets Scott Summers, and they get married. Of course they do, because that's his. That, that's he. He doesn't realize it's Gene. We're all like, that looks just like Gene. <laughs> <laughs> I remember as a kid going, that looks like Gene Gray. And this <laughs> is why I never like Cyclops. <laughs> and so Scott Summers is an idiot. And then Gene comes back and makes things incredibly awkward because, well, you know, I mean, Scott's lucky because he's got. I got both of them. Doesn't work that way because women. terrible i'm sorry about that and so um madeline goes kind of crazy and they use they use her to as a callus to bring hell on earth from limbo and so it's her trying to sacrifice i think it's either seven to twelve babies to create create limbo on her hell on earth in manhattan and so it's a crazy storyline but it's fun um and so uh, I like it because like that's where you know Ileana's magic loses all her power. She sacrifices. She's the one who saves everybody. Right. And it's such a good story. You're just like, oh, this is not going to work 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 out well because you know magic thinks Colossus is dead and just because the X Men are not there for most of it because they're on Australia because they were killed in quote unquote well they were quote unquote killed in Houston and then they're just running around Australia. I remember all that. 80s, 80s, no, X-Men. I totally remember. Yeah. Like, 80s X Men was so cool. Like Jubilee and Wolverine, yeah. they were out in Australia. I got. I remember it was that. her, Storm, Rogue. Yeah. Jubilee just happened to go in there. Um, I like the whole Jubilee Wolverine kind of. Oh, I love Jubilee. Yeah, I love Ju- Jubilee. Too. Jubilee's underrated. I, you know, she's awesome. I currently, I, I mean, and I love Iceman. You don't see him either, yeah. except for I liked him in in the comics. Well, he's getting his own series uh, in the spring. Yeah, but they, they the reboot. And and not saying this is a bad thing, but in the storyline, um, he may or may not be gay. <laughs> well, you know. But it's weird because I he was with Rogue for a while. Oh, he's with a lot. He's been a lot with lots Rogue of women. Uh, um, but uh, we talked about this b- before. But so, um, re- quick recap. Um, Scott Summers kills Xavier accidentally and is a terrible, terrible person. Uh, Henry McCoy, Hank McCoy was like, I got to fix this. So he, he plucks the original X-Men back from their timeline into, into the present timeline so that little Scott Summers can look at older Scott Summers and not grow up to be that man. 
that doesn't that doesn't work out. They all so all the little X Men stay in the present. So there's two sets of X Men. I don't know how that works in parallel universes. Also X Men's problems, but in that, uh, apparently in I guess their timeline would be like the '60s, which makes no sense either. But I, I kind of get it. But it's like I said, hard to f- kind of follow. Um, but since you know the 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 times and the society of the '60s is way different than it is now. Um, Ice Little Iceman realizes that it's cool to come out, <laughs> and so so um, I think Jean Grey actually mind scans him and finds out that he's actually gay, which is weird. Not that he's gay, but the fact that well, now you've got older, and so was he hiding the whole time because it's tough being a mutant and a homosexual. I, I, I <laughs> yeah, that's weird. Marvel makes my head hurt with that. It's okay to have gay characters. I'm okay with it. Just make it. I don't know. I don't want to step in anything. I'm, I'm, I'm not trying. Don't, just don't confuse the fans. Oh, That's man, hard, man. I mean, if, he's, if he's gay, he's gay. It's great. Because you know? it's okay to be gay. It is okay. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay to be gay. <laughs> so, but so X-Men is completely confused. I, see, I don't know why Fox want to make these movies. I don't know. It's crazy. What were we talking about? Oh, Doctor Strange. We, we were in Marvel Land. <laughs> Marvel Land. We had like a 20-minute X-Men. Ba, 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 Marvel Um. So, uh, we were both kind of lukewarm to... Doctor Strange. Yeah. So. Yeah. I'm looking forward really to other stuff. Freshman. It was all right. I really want to see the Harry Potter movie coming out Friday. Yeah, I'm seeing it this weekend. I don't have plans. I'm making my husband see it. He doesn't like Harry Potter. I know, I know. I'm surprised I'm still married to him, too. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm going to make him go see it with me. I'm okay with Harry Potter. I don't dislike Harry Potter, but I've never read the books. I've only seen the films, and I'm not crazy about it. But I understand. I, trust me, as a Star Wars fan, I totally understand the love of it. I got you. I, okay. well, I feel that, you. I can't say he doesn't like them. He has not read the books or watched the movies. He's watched bits and pieces of the movies if I have it on, if they have like right. a marathon. But he doesn't, you know, he didn't watch them when they came out. He doesn't, you know. I really like no, the second one. The Chamber of Secrets. Really? Yeah, I like that one a lot. <laughs> I don't know if it's my favorite, but I like it a lot. I like, like out of the early ones, like when they're little. I think for me, the Chingbur Secrets is more fun. They have the another one. They have the giant chess set. I like Half Blood Prince was my favorite. See, I don't even remember that one. That's the one where you find out that Snape is not really a bad guy. See, I don't even remember that one. I've seen it, but that's been that. Or you kind of think that he's not necessarily might have a heart after all. That's when you found find out that he was in love with Harry Potter's mom. Right. So. It was awesome. I wonder if we'll see a Snape in this one. No. We're supposed to see a Dumbledore. You're not going to see a Snape. This was made after he passed. I know that. <laughs> but we're not getting the same Dumbledore either. Well, they better not replace the Snape. So they did. They they, rep- they I don't had I to I replace. They they don't. The first Dumbledore died before they finished the yeah, series. But they like, had to. <laughs> but like the. I don't know if his Dumbledore is going to be in this one or is it in the next one. But Johnny Depp's supposed to be Dumbledore. Oh really? Yeah, you didn't read that. No. Oh yeah, Johnny Depp's. Oh, Dumbledore. they're doing a. Oh, this is like way before Harry yeah, Potter. Yeah, this is so young, young Dumbledore. So it'd be young. What is it the twenties, thirties? Yeah. So Snape, I I doubt was even alive. Then. Probably not. So no, I think Snape was not like a sixties yeah. baby. Yeah, I would say sixties baby. Gotcha. All right. So Snape, so. Snape, mm-hmm. Severus Snape. <laughs> There's a song. <laughs> yeah. Remind. Oh. 
remind me to show that to you, and we're going to post that. It goes, Snape, <laughs> Snape, Severus, Snape, Ron Weasley, Snape, <laughs> Snape is great. We're going to post this on our website. All right. It's amazing. <laughs> Hold on. You know what? Let's just play it. We'll, here, we'll play it right now. Okay. Snape, Snape, Severus, Snape, Snape. Snape, Severus Snape. Dumbledore. Snape, Severus Snape. Dumbledore. Snape, Severus Snape. Dumbledore. Snape, Snape, Severus Snape. Snape, Snape, Severus Snape. All day long at Hogwarts. And so that was that. Wow. Uh, there you go. There you That's go. It, so it was you, brilliant. If you want to watch it, it will be uh, below in our show notes. So, <laughs> hey. <laughs> I sat through that. Wow. <laughs> That's okay. I've sat through Leonard and everybody talk, sing about um, Bilbo Baggins, so. There you go. I posted that. That's this isn't a very long song, though. So it's so, good. And so, well, neither it's was wonderful. that. Ron Weasley. Mm. Uh, <laughs> speaking of songs, and I'll just jump to this because I will. If otherwise, I will forget. Okay. Um, today's tag is from the Hamilton mixtape. Oh, it's amazing. Oh, uh, I, me and Stephanie are both huge Hamilton fans, like most people in America. And the mixtape, I'm really excited about. Um, I really like the um, uh, Kelly. First American Idol, Kelly oh, Clarkson. Clarkson. Yeah, Kelly Clarkson song. Um, I wasn't too crazy about the the second one. I haven't they heard really, the whole mixtape yet. Uh, well, I haven't heard it all. They've just been because it's not out to December. Yeah. And so um, the new yeah they've got they released two songs this week, and one of them was the Sia's version of uh, oh, Satisfied. Oh, it's, it was amazing. Oh, it's so good. With some Queen Latifah in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it's it is a cool cover and. Um, beautifully, it's faithful and yet um, beautifully interpreted. I I had so much fun with it. I loved it. I love it. I I hope some of these make like mainstream for the people who don't. Yeah, satisfied. Satisfied should totally be on yeah, the radio. That's what I mean. That totally, could totally yeah, work on the radio. Yeah, totally work on the radio. And so maybe we'll get cool music videos out of it. That'd be good. I'm okay with it. So moving on, we have two episodes of The Walking Dead to talk about. Yes, we do. Um, I'll let you lead. All right. So we because you're bigger than f- you're the big <laughs> fan, especially you know you got Daryl the whole and a whole episode right, of Daryl. So um after after the lunch cobbler episode, <laughs> we had the episode. Still think it was all the guy who makes lunches called no, the lunch cobbler. No, no. You know if we have a company, we have you know we have like a chef for the company. He's he's gonna he's, be a, he's gonna, gonna be the lunch cobbler. He'll be the lunch cobbler. There you go. That's what you should name the restaurant, lunch cobbler. Lunch cobbler. <laughs> anyway, the next episode was called the cell. And um, it featured our lovely Daryl. Um, what what's happened with him since he has been captured? And basically, they have stuck him in a cell, and 
are playing this horrible song 24-7 while feeding him dog food sandwiches until he breaks. He was nude at the beginning. Sadly, you didn't get to see much, and he was kind of gross, so I didn't enjoy it as much as I thought I would. <laughs> the song uh, that I will play, Elisa Snippet, yes. now, in a, in a second, is called Easy Street by the Collapsible Hearts. Yes. So let's play that. I can't do the whole thing for everybody because no. I, I don't want people to go insane, but I will play it. Let's, a let's snippet. Play, we'll play a snippet now. God, if I have to listen to that anymore, it's kind of catchy God, though. After the first, I think three hours, I probably would have broke. <laughs> I don't know if I could have lasted. <laughs> I'm Negan. Just let me out. I'm yeah, Negan. 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 <laughs> Where's my loose? I'm Negan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, and then you've got uh, oh, what's his name? The scar guy. Well, you're. The more I know. I'm sorry. I'm stuck on Daryl at the moment. All right. Well, we'll keep talking. And we'll uh, so you up. got the dude with the scar, scars on his face. So you, and you learn about him, like a how he got that. Where where Negan basically, um, so this guy and his wife came into, um, you mm. know, the sanctuary or whatever it is. What's it called? Is it the sanctuary? What's the name of it? I think it's the sanctuary. Yeah. So they came in, left trying to get out of there and came back. Dwight. Dwight, yeah. Dwight is the scar guy. So Dwight's wife had a sister, and the sister was going to... Yeah, Dwight's wife, Sherry. Yeah, Sherry's sister was supposed to marry Negan. They all left. So Sherry died, or Sherry's sister died, so when they came back... I guess that would be Tina. Yeah. Sherry agreed to marry Negan in her place in order to save... Her and Dwight. So for punishment for leaving, Negan made Dwight put an iron to his face. Like 
like a clothing iron, like an right. iron iron, like, like an iron yeah. to his face and burned his face. And he lost his wife. So, But now he's like the right-hand man, so they must have got over it. Well, you do what you got to do. Do what you got to do, man. So basically, they're trying to break Daryl down the same way. And because Negan's taking a shine to Daryl and thinks that he would make a good addition to his band of merry thieves or whatnot. But in, in, in all fairness, he would be an excellent addition to Negan's I army. I think he would. He would. He'd be an awesome savior. Except for the fact that he is um, loyal to his friends right you know so i don't i don't think now the you know you're watching him in that cell and you can see that he is basically torturing himself because he blames himself for glenn's death because rightfully so rightfully so but he you know you can see he thinks he belongs there which is another reason why he's not giving in because he's basically taking the punishment right so it was quite interesting episode we tried to escape once but well, there was a test. They left the door unlocked of the cell. Right. What would you do? I'd leave. Right. And then because that song was sh- horrible. Sherry, they changed it at the end, didn't they? <laughs> they gave him a new song. <laughs> I can't remember. Yeah, I think, I think they did. It was just a, as annoying. Um, and Negan, Negan almost hits Daryl. Daryl doesn't flinch, which I thought was pretty cool. You don't scare easy, do you, boy? <laughs> and ne- yeah. Negan's just obsessed with people's pee pee pants. He makes like five references so far, and it's like that's only. But you've been on only like three episodes. Huh? <laughs> Is it wrong for me to say that I really like him, though? Well, I would really Jeffrey yeah, D. Morgan. I would really kind of want to be part of Negan's army, you would, you would only because he is Stephan- so uh, awesome. Negan, if you're listening, S- Stephanie's volunteering to be your next wife. Yeah, <laughs> put me down for number three hundred forty-seven. <laughs> which whatever number you're on. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm assuming at least he has Jamie several. will be taken care of. <laughs> um, this guy is so charismatic. I mean, he's a dick, and he's so charismatic about it. <laughs> so, which brings me to the next episode, last week's episode. All right. So um, he told, um, you know, the other group, that Rick's group, Rick's group, that they were he was going to be there in a week, and they better have stuff for him. So he comes early, of course, pays a surprise visit, takes his crew, they go in, they basically take what they want, um, they, you know, take all their weapons, every bit of their weapons. Well, that's Carl's fault. That Coral. <laughs> Coral. Coral did a bad thing. Coral. Yeah, yeah. Well, that and the fact that two guns were missing out of the armory. Well, no, first of, first of all, it was, I, Negan wouldn't care about the guns until... Coral uh, screwed up. Oh, that's right. Pulled a gun on him. Pulled a gun on him. Was like, you can't take stuff. And you know, you're like, Coral, you got Coral. Listen to your daddy, Coral. <laughs> Coral, you Coral. can't pull a gun on Negan, Coral. Oh, yeah. And so he he got he gets the whole. And what does it say that Coral's got bigger balls than Rick at the moment? No, because Rick's has been neutered. I mean, I mean, Rick. He has been neutered. In the in the episode, Rick's telling everyone that. I mean, this is the episode we saw in the clips that you know Negan's in charge, and. Uh, because Rick is so guilt-ridden right now because he's lost Glenn and Abraham and almost lost uh, everybody and Cl- or Carl's hand. Right. And so and he's lost people throughout, you know, this whole time. Yeah, so. but, he's, but, but he's tired of losing but, people. But Negan broke him. Right. Currently. I don't think, I, I mean, I think, I think uh, Rick will find his, 
uh, his inner strength, but right now it's not there because of just every man has a breaking point. Right. Apparently, Daryl Daryl's isn't listening to Easy Street over and over again. But you know, with as much loss, Rick Rick was helpless. He's clearly helpless. There's no way Rick sees a way out of this. Oh yeah, and so. That's why he's so complicit. I mean, his people are surprised Speaking how... Speaking about complicit, did you see how Daryl acted? They bring Daryl along to help, you know, as hired help or just, you know, oh, slave labor. No, no. He, he was completely no, no. like... Daryl's there for... Daryl's a message to those people. Right. Yeah, they, I mean... But what I'm saying is, is you yeah. Daryl is, you know, was like a, a wounded dog or something. Oh, yeah. It was kind of... It was really sad. Yeah, they, they, he the, wouldn't even look at people. He couldn't even look at right. people. He couldn't, you right. know... Right, because he's not Daryl at the moment. He's no. whatever he's put himself through. And, um, you know, even Rick tries to talk to him, and Negan's like, you don't talk to the help. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Negan's terrible. Michonne's going through some stuff. Yeah, she is because she wants to fight. Right, and she has a gun apparently was that wasn't registered. Yeah, it's one that they had stolen from Negan. So, so she's still got she's got a rifle. Um, I don't. I, like I said, I didn't see any other seasons than this and that. Not in a while, and so I don't know the the lady who's kept the pistol or got a pistol and the guy that stood up to Rick. I don't know those people. Oh, at you all. don't know those. I don't know those people at all, and so. Okay, so the the chick who has a pistol was with Abraham when they first met Abraham. Right. And they were a couple, she and Abraham. And right before that, uh, you know, few well, a few episodes before the, the Negan thing, um, Abraham broke up with her to go be with someone else. But they, were, they came at that point, her and Abraham and Eugene. And then... Uh, the guy that stood up to him was the son of the woman who was basically the mayor of Alexandria yeah, or that town. Yeah, so don't know. Last season, so. Yeah, Rick, Rick's all like, don't you stand up to me. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> so it was kind of crazy. And then Negan took all their mattresses so they'd have to like sleep on the floor. Mm -hmm. And then Michonne finds them out on the street, just burnt. They didn't need the mattresses. Right. They just wanted... To take them. Right. To be that way. Right. Um, once again, I go in the argument of that um, Negan needs to figure out Iron Glove Velvet, I mean, uh, Velvet Glove Iron Gauntlet. He's really Iron Gauntlet, and that's going to bite him. That's how, I mean, right. I mean, they even talk about, I think Michelle mentioned it. What about the people in the hilltop and... Uh, right. w was well, I don't know about the kingdom yet, but you know, you know, the, we could rise up, and they're like, Rick's all like, we don't, they got the numbers. Well, you, you know, you add a couple more cities, and I think that's just how this is going to end. Oh well, I I I, I think for sure this that far in the comics, like so. all of the all of the other little little towns or little groups of people are going to have to band together to fight Negan. It's but if Negan was just like you know, sometimes like I'm with Negan, you know. Kellen Abraham, maybe Glenn too, because you know, you know, if someone's, you have to show force, right? But in the kingdom, like I talked about the last episode, having that dude, you know, that dude punching another guy and just, just. Uh, what about the creepy little pedophile dude harassing that girl over right. her balloon? Also, that's not necessary. Not necessary. Not necessary. Bad leadership, Negan. I'm trying to tell you how to rule. rule. 
If you want to rule your people. Control your people. Got to control your saviors. Because the catch is they're called the saviors. And if you make them, if you make your people believe that that's what they are, you have no trouble. They'll be happy to give you half their stuff. That's right. You have to earn. They don't earn it. They just take. Not not very good bad guys. <laughs> <laughs> Benegan's amazing. Um, I love him. I liked the Daryl episode a lot. I, the... The Alexandria episode is yeah, not as good. Service was not nearly as good as a cell. Um, mm-hmm. I liked seeing Michonne because I, I like Michonne. Um, but like I said, then I got confused by all these people I don't know. So, yeah. Yeah. I like the cell. I like that. I, I can see Dwight leaving Negan. I don't know. I really, I think that he's, I think that he's. Looking for an excuse to leave? I think that he's only there because he's been surviving, and I think if he finds a different way to survive, he'll take it. So so here's the thing. I think it would be interesting if Dwight turns out to be the real right-hand man and something happens to Simon. That would be interesting to me. Hmm. You know, have the flip that way. Make, you know... Dwight so beaten down that he is loyal because that's what that's supposed to do. It's supposed to make you and, right. and you know if he looks at a situation like Rick currently is like looking at a situation and this is what he tells Michonne. <coughs> Excuse me. That you know this is the way they live now because there's no other way and he doesn't see any other way. And right. He even brings up Sean, uh, Shane and he admits that he knows Judith isn't his kid. Oh, that's right. That's that big big. I was Which like, I already knew. I'm I like, like, okay. The, that you know, the math there doesn't work out. Of course, it's not. <laughs> but he's he right. You know, he does the right thing. You know, you know, I love her like she's my daughter. I'm going to keep her safe because she is my daughter, kind right. of thing. And so he's looking. At the, I get Rick's whole thing. I get it. I get it. My f- arguments with Negan, which I would never ma- make because I'd get Lucille in the face. <laughs> all in all, I think it. I like this season. I I really do. That's all right so far. I like the um the background of the other cities. I like seeing the kingdom. I like kind of like seeing Alexander. I like seeing Alexandria kind of in its prime. It was awesome. So it was awesome. Though of course we've not seen Judith. I guess she's somewhere in Alexandria. We saw her last episode. Where was she in last episode? He picked her up. He went to and, and was holding her at one point. Woke I missed her up. it. Yeah, I missed it. My jump. She's there. She's less than two. Right. I mean, she's baby. Which is up. which is which, which should be right. Right. Yeah. She she should be around less than two because it's not been that long. I mean. Yeah. I mean, I think she's she's past a year, less than two, somewhere in there. So it's been like three years since Rick woke up, almost. Right. That's about right. So it's interesting, but she was there. Okay, I missed it. I have to go back and watch it, or just fast forward so I can see. All right, and there she is, moving on. <laughs> Coral. Coral. I blame Coral for this. Coral was terrible. Yeah, Coral needs to get on board. I and I want to like Coral. I, I do. I liked Coral very much in the beginning. I especially like Coral and his. Roof pudding. <laughs> Roof pudding is good. I think that they're trying to <coughs> they're trying to transition him from boy to man. Well, he was doing that early. Yeah, but I think that, you know, with the writing and stuff and it's kind of 
it's kind of weird. Man, like it's they awkward. don't. Well, sometimes the one that shows do that. They just don't know how to write that age. Right. It's a weird so, age, so. and it's yeah. But they are they're working on it. And congratulations, he will be going to um, school here in Alabama. Is he really going to school, or is it one of those clickbait things? I I, I wasn't sure. I haven't clicked. No, it. no, it's um, it's not a clickbait. He is um, got accepted to Auburn University. So that's pretty awesome. Good for Coral. 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 War Eagle Coral. Not really, because war, I don't really War, war Eagle Coral. War Eagle. Whatever. War. Actually, you know, it's kind of cool that we're gonna. You what's, know, have somebody what's Coral? Going. What's Coral gonna study? I have no idea. I haven't asked him lately. Should ask Coral. Coral, what's he studying? Coral. Zombies. <laughs> 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 How to have two eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Uh, optometry. <laughs> he was going to study optometry. There you go, optometry. Something. Coral. <laughs> I, I will do that for the rest of my life. I'm I gonna. know it. <laughs> he's that's what he. He's coral. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, yeah, it's coming along. I want to see more of the kingdom. I do too. I want to see Carol. I want to see what's what Maggie's doing now. Where's Maggie? I know she's at the hilltop. So I guess the hilltop's next episode, right? I would think so because that's where <sighs> I'm assuming Maggie is. I think that's where the clips were from the hilltop. Maggie right. was in the clips. Yeah. So. So, because she was having issues, and they took her there because there's a doctor there. Right. So she can give birth to the spawn of Glenn. Yeah, but not anytime soon, because she's barely pregnant. Oh yeah, she's barely pregnant. So, so. we got some time. Yeah. Next season. Next season, yeah. she'll be giving birth to the spawn of Glenn. So you know, the spawn of Glenn and, and Judith can hook up. Brown chicken, brown cow. <laughs> brown chicken, like not like not not like like next year, but you know, you gives, know gives twenty time. years down the line. No, no, no. They are probably new earth like fourteen years. There you go. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> we like the Middle Ages. <laughs> I betrothed you to him. <laughs> so, uh, Westworld. Westworld. Wow, that is a great show. It's pretty. I'm not ready to call it a great show, but it is pretty. I like it. I like it. I am I am not obsessed with it yet. I think I'll get there, but cuz there's a lot going on. I think that's There's <sighs> a it's a lot going on. It's a lot to follow. So you have to Okay, so when I watch TV, I tend to like watch TV and I'll have a book and look at my phone and I multitask while I watch TV. And I can do that with most shows. Right. I can't do that with Westworld because I will get lost. Yeah, I can see. I can understand that because yeah. they have s- different stories going on, you know, right. that you're having to pay attention to. You've got what's going on with um, the blonde-haired dude and the blonde-haired girl, Dolores, robot. Dolores, D- Dolores, and, and William. Thank you. I'm bad with names. Del- I am too. That's why we have IMDb. But Dolores and William. You're awesome. Oh, say it. So then, you got and, the Dolores and, and, and William and thing. And William's uh, future brother-in-law, Logan, who which wasn't in last episode because he he got. Uh, Captured yeah. in the episode beforehand. He's he's a douche. Yeah, I don't, I'm not crazy about Logan either. Yeah, so you got that going on. You've got the um, uh, who's the guy that they broke out of prison? Uh, the robot that they broke out of prison. Um, I say robot. I'm beginning to wonder. They're not really robots. They're robots. Those are those are straight up robots. I don't <laughs> think they're robots. I think that they've created man. I think this is what this has kind of come down to. They are like <laughs> living, breathing tissue that you they can program. <laughs> it's weird. Yeah, but they're machines underneath. They're not like they don't have like bone. Oh, okay. It's kind of cool. Anyway, the robot. 
Hold on. Keep talking. I'm looking. Anyway, so they broke him out. So you got him going on in his little his little thing, which is kind of interesting. I kind of like him. Um, so I'm following that. And then you have, um, I'm so bad with names. So the chick that was in Beloved. Hector. Yeah, Hector. I he- like Hector. Hector es- uh, S. Canton. Um, I don't care for him at all. I, I, don't, I don't dislike him or anything. I don't, he's because he's. There's something about him that's charismatic to me. Oh, it's yeah, because like well, he's, he's programmed that way. He's that kind of sexy bad guy. Yeah. yeah. He's the bad boy. But I tell you what I really like about him. I freaking love his shirt. He does have a cool shirt. His shirt's got like, like it's got like buttons on two sides. And I'm like, that's awesome. I like, I like a character in my webcomic will have that. <laughs> it, it is very cool. It is very cool. Um. So you have the storyline with, hold on. Oh, I've got it up. We no, I've got it right here. I had to look. So with um, Sandy Newton. So that's Maeve. Oh, Sandy Newton. Love yeah. her. Does she not look gorgeous? Right. She still? hasn't aged a day. Not a day. She As a matter of fact, when I realized who that was, I was like, there's no way. She looks the same as oh, yeah. when she was in <laughs> Beloved. Oh, oh, my God. Or, or better yet, or when she's in that little bit in the interview with a vampire. Oh, uh, my God. She yeah. is beautiful. You'll always be our master. <laughs> she is beautiful. Oh, she's gorgeous. <laughs> so you got her thing. So she has become aware. She knows what's going on. And she has now forced, she has been killing herself in in the, you know, Westworld Park. So they take her back to wh- right. wherever. And she forces these guys to give her upgrades. All right. So... I have a huge problem with that whole storyline. Well, yeah, because well, why would these guys do that and not just shut her off? Right. Why don't you be like, go to sleep? And she goes, because they all, d- yeah. how the rest of them do. And I've missed if they like tried that, that didn't work. Second off, just leave. <laughs> and, and go get somebody else. And, be, and call security and be like, this robot will not stop. Yeah. Unfortunately, they've got the weak Asian dude who's all in, you know, who's trying to make sparrows and other right. kind of crazy. He's, he's like, I'm going to be a coder one day. And Woo-hoo. So, yeah. and, and then his his douche of a boss or f- whatever that guy is, and I don't even know how that guy gets involved. Like, like I'm going to kill. No, you're not. You'll I'll push this dude in front of me, and then I will. It's crazy. I don't I don't quite get it. Yeah, that whole part. But she's become aware and has gotten upgrades, regardless if we think the writing is wonky. So, so wonky. the weird thing though, that l- so last week's episode, this this past episode, there is you know a couple of little. Bombs dropped, I believe. Um, well, hold on, let's because we're all over the place. Yeah, we are all over. Cause, cause let's go back. I'm sorry. Let's, let's break this up because there's people who who listen who didn't hear or uh, didn't pay attention to spoiler warning. Is like, what is this Westworld? Yeah. So Westworld is based on a 1973 movie by Michael Crichton about this theme park that's in that's set as the old west. Super rich people come and they play and they go and they. They basically live their lives like Grand Theft Auto and the or Red Dead Redemption. They live their lives like Red Dead Redemption, and uh, you know they kill robots and they can't be killed and it's great. They have a great time and they leave. But the robots are like, there's a select few of the robots who are wonky. Yeah, there's some programming right. issues. Right, because some of them have been there forever. Like Dolores, who's this, who is. Currently, the rancher's daughter. She's that archetype, and th- she's not always been that. We learn little innocent, yeah, you right, know, right. whatever. You know, she's been at the park for thirty nine years. 
Right. And so she's been at the park as long as I've been alive. <laughs> so she's played several parts. Right. Uh, several of these robots have played several different right, parts. Right. All the time, apparently. And apparently, why they they erase memories. I, I guess you can't erase everything. So everything's conflicting. Like like she's having these weird dreams and you know and trying to make sense of things. Right. So basically since she's a robot, they're not dreams so much as like she's having memory flashes of, you know, or or her like past I would say, like dreams for us. <laughs> That's basically what they are. Our yeah. dreams are memory flashes of what we experienced. And she's doing the same thing except she's trying to piece them together. And then um uh Bernard, who is a programmer, who's the like the Anthony Hopkins runs the thing, owns the thing, and then the second under him mm. is is Bernard, who's right. played by Jeffrey Wright, who's amazing so, in this. Right, and Anthony Hopkins. The storyline goes: Anthony Hopkins, his character had a partner Arnold. named Arnold, that and they co-created, you know, the park and the robots and and all of that. And um, apparently Arnold was trying to give them, um, what, a soul consciousness, something. <laughs> yeah, something. Some made him, trying to make him more uh, Arnold more was human. playing God. Yeah, yeah, Arnold was playing God. S- we don't know what happened to Arnold other than he died in the park. Yeah, so. That's all we know is he died in the park. that's what we told. I think he's still in the park. Right. That's what we've been told is Arnold died in the park. So Anthony Hopkins is now the sole person writing the storylines and whatever for these and robots. He, and, and, and for me, and I don't know if you agree with this or not, but he's playing a, a kinder, gentler Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> yeah, he's not necessarily... You can tell that he definitely has his own agenda going on. Because he's clearly got a God complex going for him. Oh, yeah. Clearly oh, yeah. got. He's created all of this. And he, he even keeps this this one robot like in his office where that he talks to. It's like a bartender right. that he'll talk to. And, um, yeah. He's well, he's also got the piano player guy, too. Yeah. So he's got like two of them he just keeps. I would, too. <laughs> I don't know. Why not? And then he's got the whole family of them, like, yeah, hidden the, in this house yeah, that like Bernard his, found. Yeah. yeah, Like the, the little boy. Right, which is him. Right. It's Arnold gave it to um, Dr. Ford, who was uh, Anthony Hopkins, as a gift. It's like his father, his mother, his him as a little boy, and his brother, and this greyhound dog that he had. Right. And, and apparently they're like authentic. So his dad's a, just a total dick. And right. He's just, I don't know why people would keep that, but he hasn't got rid of them. No, he's got them. It's his family. So, so but so he's got this. You then, you then you have the programmers like Bernard. And then you have the, I guess, the what what would you call them? The board members. The oh, yeah. yeah so Teresa's kind of like the. She's the voice of the board. She's yeah. their connect. You know, she is the company connection inside the city. So you got management, the, basically. Right, she's management. Well, Upper she's management. And so, and then you've got uh, under Bernard, you have Elsie, who I absolutely adore. Yeah, I like her. She's she's a no-nonsense coder, and she's, she drops the F-bomb all the time, and she's kind of pretty. And I'm like, I will watch you all day long. She's kind of awesome. I like that. And so... uh and then you got the the people in in the park itself, and so you got you know you got Thandie Newton, who's this um, she Maeve. Ma- she's a she's a madam mm-hmm. for this brothel, and she's got I don't know who plays Clementine, but Clem is her, kind of her chief whore and friend and friend, yeah. And, and uh, then you've got Dolores and her family, and then you've got um, and she's had two dads so far, and James Marsden as um, Teddy. Teddy, he's kind of the white hat hero. 
And the idea for, you know, Teddy's in love with Dolores, but the idea for his storyline is that, that if you go and play, if you want Dolores, you steal Dolores from Teddy and it's okay. So right. Teddy has to go through this over and over and over again. Right. And Teddy never gets the girl. Currently, not getting the girl either. <laughs> no, not at all. And then, and then out of nowhere, you've got Ed Harris. Yeah, and he is... He's the man a, in black. Patron, yeah, that's his name. He is like, the man in black. Man in black, and he's a. I'm assuming a patron that's been coming for years. Yeah, he's a patron to to this park, and he um, thinks that there's some secret to this park that he is trying to unlock. So he's like basically kidnapping these robots, and he's found this maze, and right. he's trying to fo- found the maze and the scalp of a robot right. that he scalped. Um, yeah. He's trying to find the center of this maze. Center of the maze, which is the, basically the center of the park, I'm assuming. No idea. I, I would know. think that too, but not no idea. I have no idea, but he is not a nice guy. He is like... No, 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 no. I think he's a great guy. He's not a nice guy in the park. There's in the a, park, he's not a nice there's a great. There's a great scene where he is uh, with some other Bandito guys. And among the Bandito guys, which are mostly robots, is some patrons. And right. some patrons. And one of them comes up to him and says, hey, thank you for what your foundation did to my si- for my sister. You saved her life. And he's like, right. don't talk to me. I will cut you. This is my vacation. And right. I'm like, oh, this guy's like Bill Gates. Like, I'll give whatever I can do. And then he's like, I'm going to be evil. So, right. This is, is his persona. This is his like release from whatever his day-to-day job is. This is his purge. So what I'm saying is, is in the park, this dude is horrible. Oh, he's terrible. He he's is horrible in the park. And I love him. I love him so much. Oh, he's great. He's great. But he is horrible. He's killed more robots. I mean, just, just murdered robots left and right. He doesn't even care, man. Because like, he whatever. knows. Or like, Tortures <laughs> them, kills them, whatever. Whatever he needs to do. So I've got some questions about this show. Okay. Just the dynamics. And these are just hypotheticals. Like not really... Okay. Um, so in one of the episodes, they steal a bunch of nitroglycerin. Yes. And th- that explodes. That really works. And apparently, to make things work like that, there's a control room that that you basically ask permission for. Um, when uh, the man in black rescues Hector out of the jail in uh, um, with the I don't know somewhere down yeah w- the prison in the Mexico or whatever, like or whatever. The, the Mexico looking like it all looks like like that's where they had all the all the orgies and stuff right. going on. So he goes to break bring him out, and and then he has uh, explosives in his cigars, right? And then he loads one up into one of the locks on the the jail cell, and then it cuts back to the park, like the control room is like, there's a request for some pyrotechnics, low yield, which is cool. I like. I don't. Right. Hey, first of all, I don't know how he signaled that. I, that's the technical stuff I want to. Right. But later on in the next episode, there's nitroglycerin, like a ton of it, and. They, they they fill it up this dude's body. They just load his body up. Like yeah, they dead guy, by the way. This dead guy up full of nitro. And then he matches some bad guys. And he explodes. I want to know when that order came up. <laughs> no doubt. No <laughs> doubt. So and, they, yeah. And if this storyline happens a lot, does does that poor guy get blown up all the time? <laughs> I don't see how they would put that together again. Well, make another one. And <laughs> They'd have to. Yeah, basically, the guy, the robot gets killed, um, robbing, robbing the... 
wagon that has the nitroglycerin. So they take him back, and in order to hide the nitroglycerin, they put all, like, like instead of embalming fluid, they put the nitroglycerin (laughs) in his body. And they put him on this train. Well, the train gets robbed or whatever. Well, the guys who who originally had the nitroglycerin are these uh, ex-Confederate soldiers called the uh, Federados. Yeah. Wait, uh, Confederados. Confederados. And uh, they want their nitro black back. So and boy, do they get it. So they tried to rob the train. Well, what they did is put this guy, kind of tied him to a horse and set him off the train. And when he got close to him, the guy shot him and the nitroglycerin blew up. up. Yeah. So it was kind of awesome. But um, yeah, it's a good question how they got that <laughs> order. Hey, <laughs> looking for a large, large yield c- explosive. Because it's funny because like the. The the patrons in the park, Logan and William, are worried about the nitro like it's real. But there's got to be like me. I'd be like, oh, that's water, <laughs> right? And they, and they may some be explosives somewhere, but that's water, and that's not going to hurt me, right? But they're throwing around, kind of worried about. It. <laughs> I'm like, well, re- it's because they get immersed into. He's the really experience. getting into his role play. I mean, I mean, you get immersed in the experience. I could see how that would happen. My <laughs> so I was watching it the other night, and my husband was home, and it was the funniest thing. He walks in. He's not been watching it at all. So he walks in on the scene um, where the upper management girl, the yeah. newer one, whatever. Yeah, uh, yeah, she's new. I didn't see her. Yeah, we're so when they um, basically when what's her face goes in there to have a meeting. Yeah, with Teresa, go, Teresa, Teresa goes. Teresa goes to have a, has a meeting. She opens the door butt naked and over there, and you can see like there's this guy tied. Hector, it's Hector, Hector. It's, it's Hector, Hector, right? Hector. Who's awesome? Hector's tied up on the bed, naked and. Jamie walks in and, you know, sees him sitting and having this conversation. He's like, why is that dude tied up on the bed? And I'm like, baby, that's a robot. She's just, that's just, you know, that's recreational. (laughs) That's a robot. And he just looked at me. Okay. (laughs) Um, It's pretty awesome. I'm trying to see if I can find her name. I don't know. She's got to be down near the bottom somewhere. Yeah, she's two episodes. Yeah. She's, you know, n- she's come in and basically saying things are like screwed up here and we're going to fix them. Well, no, the company's like the company's not interested in the thing that the company she represents doesn't give a rat's ass about the theme park. They the, the technology, the code is what they want. Right. Because like a smart tech company, I'm like, yeah, we can make robot armies with this. And I'm like, why isn't there robot armies? Right. Here's my problem with the show. I like it a lot. But much like the Hunger Games and much like the Purge, I'm curious about the world outside. Right. Because apparently the economy is great. It's like it's prosperous out there. From what I understand that nobody like has to worry about anything. Because the park itself, I mean, the people have to worry about because there's there's been conversations how the, like, the employees can't afford it. Because it's $40,000 a day. Right. But what I'm saying is, is like, you know, <laughs> normal every day, like everybody's needs are met. So it's not like there's a lot of, sh- you know. Right. I think I, from what I'm getting, I'm thinking people get bored and that's why they want right, to Right, right. No, I get, I get that. There's no struggle, man. Right. It's like the, <laughs> the economy must be great is it's what like I'm saying. It's a huge holodeck is what this is. No, dude, dude it's, it's, it's straight live action Red Dead Redemption. And it's GTA mm-hmm. for Old West. It's exactly what this is. Right. And I know you don't play much games mm-hmm. or any games, but um, Red Dead Redemption, that's what it is. It's, it's Grand Theft Auto on a horse. Right. 
And so this is what this is. And you can have whatever experience you want. You want to be a bank robber or a sheriff, you can do that. Or if you just want to go to the whorehouse and have fun there. Or you can just, if you just want to be a tourist, you're allowed to do that. It's, it's your you experience, which is kind of cool. I mean, I, I dig that. I, I'm more interested in the stuff going on in the labs than I am anything about the park. In fact, I Me get too. I get bored when Dolores and William show back up. I think De- Dolores and William are probably the most boring characters I know, in I, the whole show. I just like I uh, mean, really. They are they are so I, stereotypical that I, you just they're just not exciting. I was trying to follow uh it's Rachel Everwood and yeah. Wood playing um uh I just said her name Dolores. Dolores. And uh it's just I don't care. I want to so bad. And I like William. I, I think he's an interesting character. But if he was not attached to her, I don't it's All not right. that she's she's great in it. It's, it's just it's just not the character's <laughs> written to be very like very two dimensional. I kinda, used to get yeah. Uh, and they're adding layers, but the layers are adding adding I'm not really and she may turn out to be my favorite character toward the end of this show, but you never know. So Bernard. Uh, yeah, Bernard's my favorite character and um, I called this. I uh, did not call I, this. I, I had figured this out about two episodes. I don't see how you figured that out. I was completely floored. Because it makes sense. And I started like, a lot of times when I watch series, mm-hmm. uh, I, 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 and I've done this on the podcast too. I've just did it recently. How would I write this? Where's, what's interesting for me? Right. Like when I was talking about The Walking Dead, I think you know, if, if, um, I can't even think of the dude's Negan. name. Negan's right hand man is Simon. Uh huh. If Simon turned good or whatever, versus Dwight, who we know is going to, we know Dwight's going to betray. It just seems like it's written that way. He's going to, but they, you know, it's out of the blue. If Simon does it, that's you, it. You want some? You want a surprise? Yeah, I want you something like, interesting. Yeah, and I agree. I mean, and so um, I was blindsided. Though. So what we're talking about is that uh, there are robots working on other robots. So there's robots in the lab part in what is quote unquote the real world. And so um, Bernard turns out to be a robot. I didn't call it. I thought it was going to be Teresa. Yeah, one of the main programmers is a robot. Or oh, the main programmer. The so main, main programmer programmer is, a, is a robot. But, yeah. Which now makes... Which he didn't know he was. No, he's, and still doesn't know he's aware. Because he doesn't have... The way he's programmed, he doesn't have that awareness. He starts to figure it out. And then uh, Dr. Ford's like, no, nah, no, nah, you good. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so. So... But it makes sense now because you go back uh, two or three episodes when Bernard's talking to Dolores and he changes her program to look for the maze. Right. I think the maze is something that, that the robots is a thing for the robots. I think Arnold has programmed the maze for the robots. Okay, so you don't think that Anthony Hopkins' character knows anything about the maze? And is oh, I think I, I think he knows about it. I think Arnold made it. And I think I, I think Anthony Hopkins is way w- well aware of the maze because he went. Remember when he went and had that little conversation with the Man in Black? Yeah, yeah he saw him. Right. So, well, he's aware of the maze. Yeah, but it's part. Of, I think it's part of the twisted game that that Doctor Ford's playing. Yeah, Doctor Ford's playing some super game that we are not even aware of right now. It's awesome. So I mean, like, because. Because he's God, and he's playing God, and he's having a good, he's having fun playing God. He is, and so in fact, to the point where he, you know, you know, uh, the the new board lady comes in and tells Teresa that there, you know, there has to be a show of force, there has to be a blood sacrifice, and they fire Bernard, but realistically, the blood sacrifice is Teresa because Bernard kills Teresa because he's ordered to, right, and. Uh, so I'm, you know, 
really curious about that. See, my thought was this, is that, that you know, they were working on a robot. I wonder if they're working on a Teresa. I was wondering the same thing, just to replace her so if nobody realizes that, that she's, she's gone. gone. Right, and so... Right, and that's what I exactly what I thought. It's like that'd be a great way to hide a body because because just create one because that looks the, just like they her. He, they made the point to when they when they went to the super secret layer lab where they have this like underground they, and they, and it's, it's older technology, but you know you know Bernard's like yeah that'll put out a robot in twenty four hours, you know which is apparently slower than now. Right, but it, it was well in design mode. It didn't have skin on it yet, but it was well. They had body. Yeah, body. You know, you know, um, you know muscle muscles, structure. Yeah. So my thought is that you kill Teresa and you just replace Teresa with the robot. So Teresa shows up next week. I've got it. I figured it out. And then my question is, who else is a robot? That's a good. Obviously not the Asian guy. Who knows? That maybe he is. He might. He's not very bright though, as far <laughs> as. And they're the other guy too. There are a couple of. I don't understand why when she woke up while they were trying to fix her, why they just didn't call in. Because they're hey, stupid. This bad robot's writing. awake. <laughs> <laughs> just, just bad writing. <laughs> and it's, I mean, it's written by um, uh, Jonah um, Nolan, and, and which is Chris Nolan's brother, right? And his wife Joy, and I can't think of Joy's last name, but. Uh, and she she wrote on a bunch of stuff too, and so they've come together. To make it. And it's a great, you know, it's a fun series. It I like it. Don't get me wrong, I'm not obsessed by it yet. It's it hasn't reached the level of like Game of Thrones did for me. Game oh, of that the, day one for me, right? For me too. And and I'm Game not of Thrones and, is amazing. and I'm not a fantasy guy, but man, day one Game of Thrones, I was like, I have to watch the next. It's episode. amazing. Yeah, we watched the first episode when we were out in West Virginia. I caught the second episode, and then I put it down for four or five. So I'm, I missed a month of it. Oh, wow. And then I, I caught up this weekend. And so that's where I was at. Right. So, you know, and I had access. I just couldn't, you know, just didn't. Just fuck, didn't take the time. Take the time to do it. And so, but I knew we wanted to talk about this. The only reason I watched it was because I wanted, well, I, I told you I would. I know. And just hadn't gotten to it. And I was like, well, I got some free time. I will. And so I binged it last weekend. And I mean, I, like I said, it's good. It's not, uh, maybe another season of it. Because uh, I mean, it's definitely not Game of Thrones level as far as like interesting or even. Vi- you, right. Do you watch Vikings? No. Oh. Which I need to because it's by the guy who did the Borgias and the Tudors, it's and I love both. Amazing! Shows. It is so amazing. It's getting ready to start back again. Right. So yeah, you need you totally need to watch that. Yeah. Those kind that show captures you right. Like, well, that's right. Did you see the Borgias or the Tudors? I didn't see either yeah. one of those because they are. What were they on? They were not on Showtime. The sh- they both Showtime. Shows. Right at the time when they came out, I did not have Showtime. Yeah, and now that I do, I so Tudors are on Netflix though. I, I can probably see. Yeah, yeah the Tudors are great. It's I've it's, heard wonderful uh, things. It's great. It's you know, uh, but yeah, Jonathan Reese Davis Vikings is Henry amazing. Henry VIII, and he's great. And um, I like the Borgias a little better though, because it's you know uh, Jeremy Irons is the as the Pope, but he's like a it's like the Sopranos but in fourteen ninety two right, and it's crazy and it's fun to watch. I'm a big fan. Awesome. I kind of want to go watch it again now. I need. I'll catch up with them. But so we yeah, So I like Westworld. I'll keep. I'll finish the season. I mean, I'll, I'll watch it. And um, but I'm not. I'm not getting Game, Game of Thrones for me yet. It'll get there. Well, no, it won't get there. Nothing's as good as Game of Thrones. I, I like the first season of True Blood too. I mean, not True Blood, but um, True Detective. But the second season was terrible. True Detective was really good. I watched the first season. I never watched the second. I couldn't season. finish the second season. I got through a couple episodes and just was bored. 
But the first season of True Detective, I mean, HBO was nailed it. It was so good. And I'm like, I don't know what you're going to do afterwards. And they neither did they. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like, mm. All right. So. HBO does pretty good. I used to love, um, but it wasn't on HBO. It was Stars, the Spartacus. Yeah, Spartacus. Oh. I, I like Spartacus so because good. of the CGI was bad. Oh, but it was meant to be like overdone. Yeah, but it was like, you can do overdone. Is, yeah. Without taking me out of it, and it took me out of it, like, like the the fake blood spatters on the camera stuff. I mean, I love that. But it was fake. It was like you could tell it was digital, and I was like, oh, I know, but I like. You can make it look real. <laughs> I loved that show. I love well for other reasons. Why? I love that show. <laughs> naked men fighting. I got lots you. Lots of naked men. Lots. There's lots, lots of naked of dudes naked in in this, in uh, Westworld. Yeah, but they're just kind of standing there. Yeah. I like them to do stuff if they're going to be naked. The one black dude. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, damn, I wonder how much of that is CGI. I, I had that uh, thought. I won't right. lie. I won't. I'm like, impressive. Most impressive. impressive. <laughs> <laughs> kind of felt bad for myself. <laughs> <laughs> Scotty's like, yeah, yeah I, I would have been cast in that Yeah, part. I can't <laughs> compete. I cannot compete. <laughs> Hey, speaking of casting, I got I'm in a play. You are in a play. That's awesome. I'm in a play. It's gonna be in January. I'm in uh, Cat in the Hot Tin Roof. And January I, and February. Yep. Yeah, uh, I am uh, Reverend Tooker in that, so I have a little smart part, but it's gonna <laughs> be fun. I think I'm gonna do him as Jerry Falwell. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Well, I mean, it happens in Mississippi. And it's a very Mississippian play. Yeah. It's you know no, Tennessee Williams, but I think I think I'm gonna be over the top. I uh, we have our first um, read through tomorrow, mm-hmm. and reason why I can't go see Harry Potter. Because uh, otherwise we'd go see that tomorrow night. I know it's like, uh, but I got I have a read through. Um, but uh, I want a collar. I want to do it in black with a collar, mm-hmm. like a good reverend, and and right. d- and just do Jerry Falwell. That'd be <laughs> hilarious. So big and boasters and southern. I think that's so. I'm working on my Jerry. So I've been watching Jerry Falwell clips, which you know <laughs> makes makes my recommendation feed really <laughs> weird. weird. You have a lot of religious stuff now. It's uh, that that and John Panette because uh, you know John Panette's one of my f- was one of my favorite comedians and he passed away a couple of years ago and I was in the mood to watch he's so funny and so I've been watching a lot of John Panette clubs and um, getting sad because it's like oh there's no I'm not going to be any more John Panette mm. so good what was that um, leap of faith with um, Steve Martin yeah I want to do a good reverend I, I, I want yeah he's a great reverend I wanted there's a Broadway version of that it'd be amazing uh, um. My story for that was uh, I was getting tickets to go see that on, I was in college and my plan was, because uh, it was, the semester was ending uh-huh. and so I was going to fly to New York, stay a couple of days, see Leap of Faith and one or two other things, then fly back home. The show closed before I could see it. It oh only no. it, clo- it only lasts like 28 days. It wouldn't, Broadway, Broadway and religion don't quite figure each other no. out. And so now they're doing it community theaters, and it's the Book of Mormon did well. That's yeah. religion. <laughs> it is, it is, but it's it's more satire. This was straight up like tent revival gospel stuff, right? And uh, it's a good it's a good musical. Um, the music in it's great. Um, I'll never be in it because I don't sing that well. However, I would love to direct the hell out of it. I want to make it rains at the end of the spoiler. Alert, it makes it rains at the end of the play. It rains. Yeah, I want to make us. I want to make a theater rain. Like with awesome. water, like I with real rain, with, with real rain, like I, make the sprinkler system work or something. But but you got to figure out how not to ruin the. <laughs> you, you have to yeah. you not ruin your stage, and then you got to collect it to. I mean, it's a system. 
And so me, me and another stage director, uh, a technical director, were talking about how we could do it. I want to do it so bad. It'd be awesome. Uh, it's available. I just got to convince the theater to let me do it. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, a couple things before we go, because um, I'm a bad guy. I wanted to remember how to do a couple of things. So if you're not following me, okay, first of all, if you're a Star Wars fan and not following me on Twitter, you should do so. Um, and my Twitter's at Scotty White, and I'll repeat that in a little bit. The reason why, for the last three weeks, I've been giving away cool action figures yes, to, you have. To, to people. And so I, I do them at a week at a time. I do a week contest, and all you got to do is follow and retweet, and you can follow and retweet as many times as you want to because that gives you more chances to win. But in the last couple of weeks, I've given, and I want to shout out to the winners because I want to, I'm, I'm pulling them up on the, the Twitter. But um, I'm, I'm really excited. I'm really enjoying it. I'm going to tell you what I'm giving away this week because I haven't done. All right, so, um, so, my, so I had a, I think I mentioned this a week ago, but I'm going to do it again. Um, so three weeks ago, I gave away an Ahsoka Tano Hot Topic exclusive uh, Funko Pop. And that went to Jen, uh, D. Jen, I see we screwed this up last time. D. Jordano, G. Jordano, D. Jordano. There we go. She, she didn't say she listened last week, so that's pretty good. <laughs> I'm all right with that. And so, but she, she received in California and she took great pictures of it. I'm going to post the picture at the end of this episode. Awesome. And, uh, it's very cool. Uh, uh, the, I gave away a Captain Rex figure to Nick Anger. He's in Canada. He's not yet received it. He should get it in the next couple of days, though. Hopefully, he'll get it by the weekend. Um, and then the one I gave out that he got it yesterday. He got it today, actually, um, as the Wednesday we record this on. Uh, uh, I love his name, Flash Kenobi. And he sent me, he told me to send it to Flash Kenobi. So, as far as I know, the nice. dude's name is Flash, Flash Kenobi, Kenobi. And I'm going to believe it. So, Flash Kenobi out of Arizona, he got, he got a Darth Magnus figure. And um, he, he loves it. And he sent a picture of it. So, this week um, on. F- You'll have it, you know, if, I, if this post is Thursday, like I'm hoping to, you'll have till Friday. But you can follow me and follow. There's a tweet. I'm giving away a, a Hasbro Black Series Emperor, Emperor, Emperor's Royal Guard. And the next week, I'm giving away the two pack Darth Maul Seventh Sister. Awesome. So, yeah, so next week, that, that, that contest will start Monday. Like, I want that. Yeah. <laughs> That's well, awesome. All you have to do is follow and retweet, <laughs> and you can enter to win. That's awesome. So. All right. Um, I have uh, uh, just one more thing I, before we before we leave. It is still Movember. It is Movember. I am growing a beard for it. I know it's awesome. My beard is mighty. We are halfway through Movember. We are halfway through Movember, and um, I'm still not quite at my goal. So um, this is once again I do um, collect donations that goes to. Um, awareness and research for men's health issues like prostate cancer, testicular cancer, and um, mental health issues. Um, I lost my father last year to prostate cancer, so it's, you know, like a very big deal. This is my fifth year doing this. So, um, so anyway, you can donate to MoSista, M-O-S-I-S-T-A dot C-O forward slash Stephanie Ward. And there will be a link at the end of the episode, too. Right. Or, or you can follow, or you can follow my Twitter. <laughs> follow me on Twitter, um, Stephanie S. Ward 1, or my Facebook, Stephanie Stockwell Ward. Um, I'm also posting it on there, so... Please donate. Help me save the balls. Yeah, right. Get your PP checked. Get your PP checked. Save the balls and help stop crazy. Help stop crazy. So, so men out there, get both your heads checked. 
<laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and uh, double header. <laughs> and if you can give give a dollar, I mean, come on, help out. Yeah, and every I am very, very, very much um, appreciative of any donation. So no donation is too small. If you just like hearing Stephanie's voice, she's worth at least a dollar. I'm worth a dollar, and it's to charity. It, and it's tax, you know, deduct right. right here before taxes are like right. coming up. If you need some donate, you know, some deductions right. on your tax return, this is a good deduction. And hey, guys and ladies out there, I know some of you out there like penises, so, you know, save them. That's right. Save the penis. I like penises and balls. So she saved them all. <laughs> That's right. And I like my check. men less crazy. Yeah. Some crazy's fine, yeah. but less crazy. Have to, to pet up with you. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I love you, bestie. Love you. Well, I think that's a good place to end. Indeed. So uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Scotty White. Uh, all one word. I'm also on the Facebooks at Scotty White. Um, you can go to ScottyWhite.com and find all of this stuff. Pretty easy. That's it. We're there. Stephanie S. Ward 1 on Twitter. Stephanie Stockwell Ward on Facebook. I'm also on Instagram. I can't remember what it is, though. Always Stephanie. Thank you. Always Stephanie on Instagram. <laughs> I remember that from three weeks ago. You know, I didn't use the social media so much until now I started you, doing this. You use social media so it's hard. so much to keep up with, but it's awesome. It's I love it. I love the social media now. <laughs> I enjoy social media too. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> and I like meeting new people, so follow me. Follow her. I will talk follow to you her. back. She'll talk to you. Yeah, talk to me. She likes friends. I like to talk to people. I like talking to people as well. I like talking to you. That's why we do this every week. I know. I'm, I'm looking forward to our studio so I can wear my onesie and drink um, mommy juice out of a sippy cup. Hopefully it's, we'll be having it, uh, looks like, uh, first, November, uh, first of December. Awesome. And so, uh, so we, uh, we're going to do, um, we'll do, we'll do some in December, but January is really big for us. I'm going to probably tour closer to the end of the year. I'll have some, some announcements for, for the Mopcast Network. This is our contribution to the multiverse. Go out and make yours. Tell my heart I
listening. You can follow us on Twitter at Mopcast Network, on Facebook.com slash Mopcast Network, or just visit us at Mopcast.com. And remember, 
This is our contribution to the multiverse. Go out and make yours. Thank you for listening to the Mobcast Network.